The following Knowledge at Warden podcast is brought to you by Vanguard, offering investments designed to help individuals and institutions reach their financial goals. Visit Vanguard.com. As the polls widely anticipated, Democrats defeated the Republicans in Congress and also gained control of the Senate by a narrow margin in the U.S. midterm elections in early November. As attention now turns to the presidential elections of 2008, President George W. Bush will need to find ways to increase cooperation with Democrats like Nancy Pelosi, who is poised to become the first female speaker in U.S. history. What do the midterm elections mean for investors and the stock markets? How will they affect American relationships with emerging economies like China and India? What will be the fate of Bush's tax cuts? To discuss these questions and more, Wharton finance professor Jeremy Siegel, who leads Wharton Executive Education's Securities Industry Institute program, spoke with Knowledge at Wharton senior editor Steve Guglielmi. Well, thanks for joining us today, Jeremy. Uh, You wrote in your newsletter that if the Democrats sweep Congress, quote, there will be a battle for the soul of the Republican Party, end quote. Has this battle begun and how is it shaping? It's a little bit too early to be uh, engaged. I mean, there's a lot of soul-searching by the Republicans. Uh, They're going to have to think what direction uh, they want to go. And uh, uh, I I don't think we're going to really see that engaged until the new year when uh, I believe that John McCain will announce that he is going to be a candidate and uh, there will probably be others. And... uh, I think throughout the 2007 uh, will be the battle for uh, the soul of the Republican Party. Uh-huh. And, and what do you think the, uh, the effect will be on the stock market of this election? Well, so far, stocks have taken it uh, quite well. Uh, and uh, I thought there might be a little bit more reaction if the Senate fell to the Democrats, but really not much because the rest of the economic news has been so very, very good. Uh, that, uh, you know, a, a democratic shift was, was pretty well discounted by the market. I mean, the polls were pretty right on when you, uh, when you got down to it at the end. They said the Senate would be just about a deadlock. It may go 51-49 for the Democrats, and that the Democrats were definitely going to take over the House. So I think that that was pretty well built into the prices. Now, we did get a reaction in specific sectors. Uh, clearly, the pharmaceuticals suffered. Uh, as expected, uh, Democrats are going to be much tougher on the drug companies. Managed care suffered uh, again. Uh, Democrats are are going to negotiate much harder on that. Uh, technology has done well. Actually, the tech firms have generally been supporters of Democratic candidates, uh, and uh, uh, you know that uh, that could be one reason uh, that we have that. So we have some relative shifts that have have taken place. A little bit of a drop in um, foreign markets uh, because uh, the uh, Democrats, at least according to their rhetoric, are not as free trade as the Republicans. There's a little bit concern of restrictions on that side. But you know, overall, I think the good economic news has, has trumped the election uh, to keep the uh, stock market on an upward pace. Yes, and do you think that um, these elections will affect our relationships with um, India and China, say? Well, uh, uh, I hope they. I hope they don't. Uh, uh, you know, the Democrats have talked tougher on lots of jobs, on outsourcing. Um, uh, you know, they've talked tougher on on Walmart, for instance. You know, the the firms that that uh, that do so much business with China. 
Um, uh, and 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 that that is a concern, I think. Uh, however, one has to remember that uh, uh, you know this, we still have a Republican president for two years, and uh, certainly the Democrats do not have enough votes for a, a veto override. I don't think on any really uh, trade issue that puts any high restrictions uh, on the trade. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping that trade stays open, as as I've said many times, as I think it's very important for the United States, very important for keeping inflation low, um, uh, the cost of living down, uh, the imports from the emerging nations are uh, going to be an increasing part of uh, our economy in the future, and I hope that that is not blocked uh, by uh, the Democrats. Sure. And would you say that um, some of the maybe equilibrium you're referring to uh, it, it maybe comes from the fact that um, Congress is becoming more moderate on both sides, with Republican, uh, moderate Republicans and Democrats winning. Right. I mean, uh, you know, one has talked about about you know what is the comment? It wasn't a shift. Clearly, it wasn't like a leftist lurch. Uh, um, uh, I mean, I, I think the war in Iraq was the major. Uh, factor. I've always thought so. It's it's been uh, very, you know I, in my opinion very poorly run by the Bush administration. The whole Middle East policy has been poorly conceived and poorly run. And I think the the uh, basically the electorate uh, essentially gave that message to them last week. Uh, you know the old democratic issues of uh, you know the distribution of income, the rich getting richer, the tax cuts for the rich, and all. I don't think that cut at all. And I don't think there was any mandate. Uh, you know, to do any uh, really big things on on domestic economic uh, uh, issues. I think there is a movement towards energy conservation, uh, more concern about global warming, um, uh, uh, carbon emissions, et cetera, and so on. Uh, uh, clearly, no one likes gasoline being high priced, uh, uh, but the prices have come down on that, and, and particularly on, on natural gas. So I don't think that that was again an overriding uh, issue. I, th- I think it really was uh, the uh, the war in Iraq and the international uh, aspect of that that uh, eventually uh, did in the GOP. Sure. And looking ahead to uh, um, Nancy Pelosi's um, presumed leadership position. Uh, what is her track record on business issues? Uh, well, you know, she's she's presented a moderate face, uh, and we don't know, you know, what exactly is uh, is going to is going to come of that. Uh, I, mean, I mean, clearly, I mean, the, the Democrats, you know, do not have the ability to uh, force through, uh, you know, their agenda by any means, uh, clear with a Republican president who can veto anything uh, that he wants. I mean, look at how much trouble even the Republicans had when they had a majority in both the House and the Senate and the presidency, uh, and yet they got nowhere with Social Security, uh, you know, it was tough sledding on the tax cuts, et cetera, and so on. So, you know, know, one could overstate that, you know, the Democratic agenda. I I think what there's going to be is a lot of positioning for 2008 and uh you know clearly uh if the Repub- if the democrats hold congress and capture the presidency then uh an agenda can be uh you know brought through but in the next 2 years uh i don't think uh that'll happen now again the tax cuts as we all know they don't expire to 2010 so uh you know really there's not going to be likely any tax legislation in these next two years, but uh, 2010, and that's why the 2008 elections are so very important, because all those 
tax cuts on dividends, capital gains, and even the tax brackets uh, all expire in 2010, and uh, they have to be renewed in Congress. Otherwise, they lapse to the old rates, and that's going to be a, a really big fight, but that's way in the future. Sure. Uh, in the interim, uh, do you think the, uh, the SEC enforcement uh, will be impacted at all? Well, it's 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 hard to say. I mean, uh, the truth of the matter is, although you know, there's talk about control of hedge funds, cetera, and so on. Uh, you know, look at the financial markets are pretty vibrant. They're pretty flexible. Stocks are up. Uh, you know, with the scandals of the past, I mean, we're getting prosecutions in Ron, et cetera, and so on. That that was of an era that ended a years ago. Uh, the mutual funds, uh, et cetera, and, uh, and so on. I, I don't think there's a public mood that, uh, you know, there's, that, you know, we have to do a lot of corporate sweeping. The option backdating clearly is, is an issue, uh, but I don't think it, it, it quite will hold the interest, let's say, the mutual fund scandals or, of course, Enron, the, you know, the, the quite spectacular Enron collapse that we had in, in 2000, 2001. I mean, those, I think, have much greater impact than the backdating on options. CEO pay is always an issue uh, and has been. But, again, I, I don't see that as, as cutting really, really deep. And uh, I, I, I don't know whether how, how, how much the Democrats will want to push on, this, on these issues. Hmm. Uh, another issue that was that's been in the spotlight is minimum wage. Do you think that that'll be affected at all? Yeah, uh, I mean, the, you know, I, I think uh, every state that had a increase in the state minimum wage on the ballot, uh, it was passed by the electorate, um, uh, uh, and uh, th- this is one issue where uh, enough Republicans can join the Democrats that could actually. Uh, make this veto-proof, and uh, it's very likely that a rise in the minimum wage uh, will be uh, will be uh, put into to law in the next two years. Or certainly offered to Bush, and uh, and probably the Democrats would love for him to veto it and then uh, ride on that uh, election issue in 2008. Given that it does have very very substantial popular appeal now. As an economist, you know, I can make a lot of objections about minimum wage cutting down on jobs and especially youth jobs and, uh, you know, the low minimum wages. We have very low unemployment rates right now, but yet, you know, there is a feeling on the part of many people, right or wrong, that, you know, in, in the sense of fairness, we should raise the minimum wage. It is a very popular issue, and, and that is one issue that uh, is very likely to be raised in the next two years. Sure. And in closing, if we could turn to the very short term as we head into the consumer spending, uh, the holiday spending season, um, how do you think consumer confidence uh, will be affected this season uh, mm-hmm. by these elections? Well, uh, you know, uh, the, the, I mean, I think that we had seen a bounce upward in uh, consumer sentiment as a result of the gasoline price decline, of uh, the natural gas price decline. I think people are, on the whole, especially those people who can use gasoline, are going to be very pleasantly surprised by their, their heating bills being lower than a year ago, gasoline being uh, also on the low side, uh, the stock market being up and interest rates staying down. Uh, this makes for a, a good holiday season. Uh, and uh, uh, some of the fears that the collapse of the housing sector was going to really negatively affect the economy have, have really dissipated, and rightly so. And uh, so at least at this point, uh, early on, uh, uh, most of the analysts are calling for a fairly robust holiday season. Great. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
For more information, please visit our website at knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. 